Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Ready? Go. I'm not hearing anything. Yes, we are sure. Well, I, nothing came up, so I'll have to do something like this. Right. Right. I'll just do this. This is Thursday, November 21st, 2019, and welcome to a very special edition of WWUS Outside the Ropes, WWUS Radio Network's weekly pop culture review show, episode number 100, I said 180. <clears throat> We're sorry for the a little bit of delay here. Uh, the uh, Of course, tonight I have on here with me 2015 and 17 WWUS Hall of Famer. The Iceman, J.D. Jared D. Geronimo. J.D. is a 2015 and 17 WWS Hall of Famer. And also, of course, part of the team that brings you WWS Raw Radio every Monday afternoon right here on TalkShoe.com. Uh, we uh, did have our opener tonight, but apparently that must have been some sort of technical situation. So uh, that's why, of course, you came up, I came up, with, came up with, of course, the theme to the one and the only, the late Mr. Perfect, Kurt Henning. But, J.D., welcome, of course, to 180 special edition of Outside the Ropes. Good to be here. Thank you very much, sir, J.D. 
course, tonight, ladies and gentlemen, uh, we had a little bit of a delay last night, so we did, we moved outside of the ropes here too. This evening, uh, right this evening, uh, of course, it will be back on its regular time. Of course, tomorrow, I mean, next Wednesday night at six thirty. Of course, right here on talk show, but of course tonight we're going to get you, of course, up to date here with the latest pop culture news and views, courtesy of our friends at 411mania.com. Plus, the Iceman, Jared DiGirolamo, will be bringing you, of course, the box report, as well as some sports headlines and other uh, and, other, and other headlines, of course, making the rounds here, in, making the rounds here, indeed, of course. <clears throat> if you care to join us here for episode 180 of Outside the Ropes, please feel free to give us a call here, one 562 caller ID 141-387-POUND, and Press that one if you want to chime in on every, anything and everything that we have to talk about here tonight. Let's go ahead and get right into the swing of things here. Of course, first off, I will, I will of course be bringing this, bring everything here. Uh, courtesy of our friends here at 411mania.com. We do thank our friends at 411mania.com for allowing us here to read their stories on all of our shows here, including of course, <clears throat> including of course Revolution, Wolfpack, Raw Radio. Uh, Power Hour, Outside the Ropes, WWS This Morning, and other shows. Uh, our first story here, of course, coming coming in on the scene right here. Uh, let me see here. Was was uh, posted yesterday as it, Jeremy Thomas Brain brought out this story, of course, as MGM taps a new director for apparently another RoboCop movie called RoboCop Returns. Interesting. Let's see what this is all about right here. MGM has landed landed on a new director for RoboCop Returns following Neil Blomkamp's departure from the film. THR reports that A. Forsyth, who directed the Lupita Nyong'o starring zombie comedy Little Monsters, has been attached to direct a new film in the franchise. Blomkamp was set to direct the film but dropped out due to scheduling conflicts. Forsyth rewrote the script that was written by Justin Rhodes. It's self-adapted from a script from Ed Newmeyer and Michael Miner, who wrote the original. The new film will be a direct sequel to the original in a manner of Halloween Kills. There is no release date set uh, at for this for this film at this time. Um, Sun Changer, JD, of course, in this uh, in the RoboCop movie franchise here. It's going to be interesting. It's going to be very interesting to see what happens, however. So we'll have to wait and see when it comes out and if it's going to be a big success or if it will be a flop, but we'll have to wait and see. Absolutely. Thank you very, thank you very much, JD. Of course, uh, next story. Next story that I have here, of course, uh, very, very unique here, indeed. Let's see what we have here. Uh, uh, Jeremy Thomas brings us this story here. Came out last night as Julia Roberts was once suggested to play Harriet Tubman. Hmm. Let's see what this is. Let's see what this is story here was a uh, story that is right here. It's a kind of story that you expect to be a joke in a, in a Hollywood satire, but this is true. A studio executive once suggested that Julia Roberts for the role of Harriet Tubman. Yes, the abolitionist from the Civil War. Gregory Allen, who wrote and produced the currently in release Harriet, starring Cynthia Erivo, did a Q&A with focused features who produced the film and talked about how he first started working on the biopic 25 years ago when the climate in Hollywood was very different. Allen recalled, I was told how one studio head 
said in the meeting, the script is fantastic. Let's get Julia Roberts to play Harriet Tubman. He continued, when someone pointed out that Roberts couldn't be Harriet, the executive responded, it was so long ago, no one is going to know the difference. Allen added, the two films really changed the climate in Hollywood to allow Harriet to be made. When, when 12 Years a Slave became a hit and did a couple hundred million dollars worldwide, I told my agent, you can't say this kind of story won't make money now. Then, of course, Black Panther really blew the doors open. Yeah, of course, we all remember that. Harriet is now in theaters and is earning some awards buzz for, of course, its star, uh, or I hope I pronounced her last name right, er Erivo, I guess that's how you pronounce it. Uh, my apologies if I didn't mispronounce that. Uh, JD, would this would do you think, in your personal opinion, this would have been considered unwatchable if they would have gotten Julia Roberts to play this role? Well, I think she would have had to research the role carefully and learn her uh, place. However, but like I said, however, I think the thing is though she tried. I mean, she definitely wanted. I'm sure wanted to try to learn the role. Maybe she had to do some notes. Maybe I'm sure had studying the role and how to basically. Uh, get the role down to a T and basically find a way to uh, study the role and understand what she was like and how she was like, how, what her what the person was like and how the person was viewed as her. So it would have been interesting to see her play a biographical role for her first time. I mean, I think it would have been interesting to watch. Well, certainly, okay. Uh, but, Some of course, like I said, like I apparently didn't do like it. It depends, it depends on your view. Well, that's that's also another good point there as well, and of course, and of course, like I said, I mean, do you think the African American community might have had something to say about it if this would have gone that way, in your opinion? I think so. Yeah, I think so. I mean, a little bit. I think they would have had a little bit to say. Definitely. Yeah, no question about it. Oh, that's okay. Uh, next up, thank you there, JD. Thank, next next story here. We got two or three more I've read here that looks like they're pretty good here, folks. Jeremy Thomas, of course, another story came out yesterday. The writer of It, the, the recent version of the movie It, thinks spinoffs are a possibility. Okay. The writer of the It film says while the main story is done, he does see a possibility for spinoffs. Gary Doberman spoke with CBM for a new interview planning promoting Annabelle Come Home. Comes Home's home video release and asked if he believes films that branch that branch out from the main story are possible. I do think it's possible, Dolberman said. Anything in the Stephen King universe interests me, but there's only so much of the story we could tell in the two in the two movies. There are definitely elements of the novel you could expand on and make its own movie. It's just a question of whether or not people want to see it, but I do think it was on this planet for a very, very, very long time. And that's a lot of bloodshed and a lot of stories to tell, and I think you could do that for sure. Darwin also waited on Andy Muschietti's teased supercut that would combine the two films into one six-hour film. I know Andy has an idea about a supercut, which I would love to see, but we cut things for a reason. So if there's something I desperately wanted to see or wanted to put in there, we could have found a way to put it in, he said. That's not the way that the stuff that's not in there isn't great, but we put the stuff that's in the movie – there because that's what that's what makes it better. I can't think of anything offhand where I'd say I wish we hadn't cut <clears throat> that, and I can't wait for people to see. But I think there's plenty of things there that there that fans would love to check out. If there was to be a supercut. It was quite the hit the hit franchise for Warner Brothers. 
with the two films totaling 1.166 billion worldwide on a 114 million dollar budget marketing. Uh, do you see them possibly doing spinoffs based on the movie It, JD? They could if they wanted to, and it depends on who they uh, basically want to cast too. You know, I mean, it has been very successful, like you did point out. How it has become a very big. Uh, series like I said I mean the first one as we said came out two years ago and uh, as you know of course it uh, was on a budget of 35 million it grossed over 700.4 million dollars which is incredible you know that was the first chapter then of course you saw what happened this past year however with the second one however mind you however with what happened earlier this year however like I said of course it came out in September however and is now uh, basically on video it was on a budget of 80 million dollars it made 467 million dollars so like i said how now the question is who do they uh bring back you know do they uh bring back uh the same cast i mean we know that bill Hader was in this one along with jessica chastain and of course we know pennywise the dancing clown was bill scarred or whatever his name is however i mean can we see another chapter in this however i mean we'll have to wait and see how like i said i'm sure they're going to probably discuss this probably after the i mean just and like I said, I mean, we'll wait and see if, uh, like I said, it was just released on DVD uh, this past week, however. Now the question is, do they make a third one, and what does happen in the third one, however? I mean, where do they go from here, and does it come out early next year? We'll have to wait and see, you know, time will tell. Absolutely. Thank you there, J.D. Next story here, of course, came out yesterday once again from Jeremy Thomas. He was really a busy boober yesterday. Uh, had some, some pretty good, some some good stories here so far. Next one right here. There are apparently right now, according to Jeremy Thomas, there are no discussions yet for a sequel to Joker. Despite a report claiming otherwise, there have been no discussions yet, at least, for a Joker follow-up film. THR reported earlier in the day that Todd Phillips had pitched a portfolio of DC characters' origin stories at an October 7th meeting with Warner Brothers and was in talks to direct a follow-up to the $1 billion, Joaquin, $1 million Joaquin Phoenix thriller, which will see Phillips reteaming with co-writer Scott Silver and a likely reprisal of his role by Phoenix. Well, not so fast. Deadline reports that multiple sources have indicated that no such meeting took place and there were no negotiations with Phillips or Silver at this time. In addition, they have indicated that Phillips is not interested in following up Joker with other DC character films. While a Joker sequel may well happen it's hard to turn down a follow-up to a billion dollar film there are plans currently in place for this to happen phillips tends to be selective about what films he does with the site noting how he avoided the lure of pumping out a host of comedies through his production company after the hang after the hangover similarity defied expectations to break r-rated film records uh, again, we we talk about here. We, we talked talk about this now with the movie It. Do you do we see something that might follow Joker, or do you think this movie was made so much money, JD, that it probably won't do any probably do anything else with it at all? I'm sure they'll do a sequel. I mean, it seems like it is. It, you definitely see a lot of big hits this year, and there has been some big ones from It to Joker to other stuff, however. But it has been very, very like I said, however interesting to say the least how and see what they've been up to however like i said however and everything however but it's been very successful however 
and it's been very interesting to see what they have been doing so far this year. You know, I mean, they've had a very interesting year. Some big hits, some non-big hits, but these are two of the bigger hits. And right now, that that, that begs the question: Do they really want to do a third into this trilogy? How do they want to extend it even further? However, and go back even further? However, I don't really know. Do they want to look ahead? What's ahead in the next chapter? We're going to have to wait until maybe before the year's out or early into the new year, how in the new decade to see if that's going to be the case or not. But we'll be watching this very, very carefully. Absolutely, indeed. And we'll do and one more here. Um, and we'll do one quick wrestling story before I turn things over to the Iceman here for his box office support and also for. Uh, let me see right here. Uh, the, 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 Jim, Jimmy Thomas came out with this story. Uh, I believe, uh, let's see. Tuesday, I believe, was the 19th. Yes, that's, that's correct. I uh, came out with this story on Tuesday, but this is a very good read right here, and I definitely have to read this. Uh, Noah Hawley of Legion is now set to write and direct the next Star Trek film. Let's see what this let's see what this has going on right here. The next Star Trek film will be written and directed by a TV veteran in Legion and Fargo creator Noah Hawley. Deadline reports that Hawley is in final talks with Paramount Pictures to write and direct the film, which will also produce through which, which he will also produce through his 26 Keys production banner alongside J.J. Abrams via Bad Robot. We've seen that, of course, in the recent Star Trek films. Uh, plot details are scarce on the film, but the understanding is that this will be the fourth film. Sorry about that, here, folks. Uh, kind of got knocked down a little bit. In the Chris Pine-led continuity of Star Trek and not a reboot. The Star Trek franchise has been in flux on the big screen as of late, with 2016 Star Trek Beyond being the last entry. Quentin Tarantino has been working on an R-rated spinoff with J.J. Abrams, which Deadline reports is still in the works and may be directed by Tarantino himself. Next installment here, JD. They've been teasing this something like this for quite a long time, and now apparently there's somebody that's apparently going to try to bring it into petition here. And um, again, I mean, this is this will make number 14, I believe, in the Star Trek movie franchise here. But what 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 is your take about, of course, this gentleman, of course, being responsible for creating uh, Legion and Fargo here to direct, of course, a 50 plus year old franchise. Well, we're going to see what happens, however, we'll see if it's a big success or if it's going to be a big flop. Time will only tell. And, of course, you know it's going to be a little bit different with the fact that, of course, one of their key key stars, of course, as you know, of course, sadly lost his life a couple of years ago. That was the man, that was the one that played um, um, Chekhov. Oh, what was his name? Yes. Um, Anton Yelkin. That's what he was. Yeah, he did. I think he did Alpha Dog. I think in a couple of the movies. I think, but yeah, but he was a very good checkoff. He was actually, believe it or not, I read a story JD before I go any further. Anton Yelkin was handpicked by Walter Kenning, who played the original checkoff from the TV series. Was handpicked by by Walter Kenning himself, which I thought that was a real good honor right there. Um, and of course, he sadly, you know, he lost his life way too soon in a car accident. And I, and also, ladies and gentlemen, as a result of that, one quick one quick thing, an addendum to that, that it took it took an accident for for them to actually recall a lot. I think it was a Jeep Cherokee that I think with the car that 
he was uh, he was uh, that was involved in the wreck and the crash, I think. And I think they actually decided that that it took that wreck for them to finally recall those cars. It took that to yes, do it. So, I believe that's right. Yes. And one quick wrestling story before I turn things over to JD here to take us through the other half of the course of our show tonight. Uh, Joseph Lee brought, brought this story out here tonight. Here, of course, this is from the world of wrestling here. Some WWE news. Uh, two things here. Um, and, <clears throat> we'll get, and part of this, we'll talk more about this on Revolution. I mean, Wolfpack later on. But Elias promises that change is going to come. And also, ladies and gentlemen, a uh, report here on today's wrestling birthdays. And I'll let everybody know what that is here in just one moment. But in the meantime here, in a video posted to Twitter, Elias played the song A Change Is Going To Come on the piano and sang along, hinting at his return to the ring. Elias has been cut out of action, out of action for months due to an ankle injury he suffered in September. He made an appearance on WWE TV in October, but hasn't shown up since then. It was originally reported that he would be back in late October or early November. Uh, and the video, of course, is on his Twitter handle. It was posted at 12.01 p.m. Uh, this afternoon. So if you want to check out that video, go to this page right here, and uh, you can play that video. And also, like I said, we got some uh, birthdays to talk about here. And we'll, and John will probably bring more some of this on NWO Wolfpack, of course, a little bit later on tonight. The Bella Twins, of course, both of them, are 36 years old today. Hmm. And JD, this is a fellow I think you might remember, Jerry Flynn. Remember Jerry Flynn back in WCW? Yes. Uh, yes, he was at all. Oh, man, this dude was this dude was brutal. He was good. He was great. He turns sixty today. Impressive. Uh, off of the wall, Samoan turns seventy-seven. And JD, this is something that's going to make you put a smile on your face. And ECW alum Shane Douglas turns fifty-five. So, yes, the franchise so my hometown so. of Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, in Beaver County. Happy, and I met him. One of the most unique, very controversial people. And we all know what happened back in the day in 1994 when he threw down the infamous NWA title. Absolutely. So happy birthday to him, Alpha the Wild Samoan, Jerry Flynn, and both of the Bella Twins here today. So, ladies and gentlemen, there's my, there's my, of course, my half of our stories here tonight on 180 of Outside the Ropes. Let's now turn switch things, switch things over here, and go to the Ice Manager, DiGirolamo, who of course will be bringing us, of course, <clears throat> the box office report and also some sports headlines, but some other stories of interest here in DJD. Please, sir, go ahead and take it away. The Matt Damon Ford versus Ferrari movie revved up its engines in its opening week, however, grossing in 31.4 million. Midway took second with eight and a half million, however, if you will. Charlie's Angels, however, starring Elizabeth Banks, and Kristen Stewart, debuted in a very soft $8.35 million, just barely edging out playing with fire. Meanwhile, last Christmas took in $6.4 million, however, to round out the top five. Now, new movies this week, however, it is going to be a very interesting week in Hollywood, if you will. And here is the story on what movies are coming out this week. Frozen 2, however, Kristen Bell... Josh Gad and, of course, Ida Menzel return as Anna, Kristoff, Elsa, and Fenn as they leave Rendell to travel to an ancient autumn-bound forest of an enchanted land, however. They set out to find the origin of Elsa's powers in order to save their kingdom. 
Chadwick Boseman, Sienna Miller, and J.K. Simmons starred in the action crime drama thriller 21 Bridges, however. About an embattled NYPD detective thrust into a citywide manhunt for a pair of cop killers after covering a massive and unexpected conspiracy. Dark Water, starring Tim Robbins and Anne Hathaway, about a corporate defense attorney, however, taking on an environmental lawsuit against a chemical company that exposed a lengthy history of pollution. Is also out this week. But the movie that everyone is talking about and has already been getting a lot of praise from everyone, including the very sneak preview that happened in Pittsburgh earlier this week, is the Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood movie of Fred Rogers, Tower, the TV icon, kitty, kid show host, Tower. Starring, of course, Tom Hanks, Chris Cooper, Matthew Rise, Tower. Basically, this is based on the true life story of a real life friendship between Fred and journalist Tom Jund. Jund Janode, J-U-N-O-D, I can't say it right. But we know Fred, the story about Mr. Rogers, however. And already, early reports were speculating that Tom Hanks could be up for another Oscar in this movie, however, as it is supposed to debut today. Meanwhile, in sports, however, Thursday night football will commence after what was a wild night, however, last week, however, in Cleveland. Tonight, the Indianapolis Colts travel to Houston to take on the Texans. The Texans are coming off a 41-7 rubbing, however, last Sunday in Baltimore, however, if you will, while the Colts, of course, are coming off a tough setback of their own, if you will, losing last week, however, I believe, let's see if I can just pull this up here, I believe they lost 33-13, let me just double-check my notes to be sure. Uh, no, they won last week. I was wrong. 33-13. Of course, coming up after this game, they will be playing the Tennessee Titans in their next home game. But the story of the week, however, might not have been what happened, however, if you will, uh, tonight, however. But before we get to that, here's some other games that are coming up this week in the NFL, however. The Pittsburgh Steelers travel to Cincinnati to take on the Cincinnati Bengals. Green Bay takes on San Francisco, ladies and gentlemen, on the Sunday night game that was supposed to be originally a 425 game, now been pushed back to 820, if you will, ladies and gentlemen. And, of course, this Monday night, the Baltimore Ravens will be taking on the L.A. Rams in Los Angeles, if you will, as the Ravens coming off a big pounding of Houston, travel out to L.A., in which the Rams last week, however, if you will, saw an interesting game commence, however, at home as they beat Chicago 17-7. Meanwhile, last Monday night in Mexico City, the L.A. Chargers and Phillip Rivers threw four interceptions, however, to Pat Mahomes with only one pick, and despite the fact that Rivers threw the 345, however, and was down by one at the end of the first half, the second half was a different story, however, as KC, however, the Kansas City Chefs, however, and Pat Mahomes held on for a touchdown victory over L.A., however, 24-17 after scoring 14 points in the third quarter. But the big story of the week might have been last Thursday night, however, if you will, what happened in Cleveland. According to reports, as you know, Miles Garrett apparently got into it with Steelers quarterback Mason Rudolph. As a result, however, we've been talking about it for the last few days, however, and as a result, earlier today, the suspension about Garrett, which he would, there was some talk he would be suspended for the rest of the year and the postseason, was met in New York by the league office and Commissioner Roger Goodell. Senator Marquise Pouncey, who defended his quarterback, who originally was suspended for three games, however, will now have his suspension cut to two games, if you will, believe it or not, ladies and gentlemen. And as a result, however, Garrett will be out for six games. The Garrett decision made by appeals officer James Strauss means he will have to be suspended without pay for the remainder of this season and will also have to meet the commissioner's office before being reinstated. 
Garrett's suspension will be at least six games. Is the longest in NFL history for a single on the field incident. A source confirmed to ESPN, believe it or not, that Garrett was also fined 45623 Pouncey, meanwhile, initially had been given a three game suspension for punching and kicking Garrett during the fight, but appeals officer Derek Brooks reduced the ban by a game while upholding his $35,000 fine. However, Browns general manager John Dorsey issued a statement saying that the team will continue to support Garrett, reiterating that earlier this afternoon, saying this comment. As we constantly stated, our organizational support for Miles will continue. He is a man of high character and unquestionable integrity. He was open and honest with us about the incident from the start. He has taken accountability for his actions last Thursday night, and his situation will not define him. As an organization, our focus going forward remains on the task that Hamilton's playing Miami. Meanwhile, earlier in the day, it was reported, however, that Cam Hayward said that Mason Rudolph was distraught over an allegation where Garrett apparently said, however, that Mason Rudolph used a racial slur. Hayward says that Rudolph was emphatic that he did not use a racial slur and said the following. He was pretty distraught and said, I did not say that. I think we knew that using that as an excuse, that as an excuse is not right. Brian McCarthy, meanwhile, however, said before the hearing earlier in the day that the league would look into Garrett's allegations that Rudolph used the slur and found no such evidence, however. Backup quarterback Dutch Hodges, meanwhile, however, said the following, however, mind you, about this earlier today after Rudolph did not address reporters earlier today. That's the first thing he said after he told us. We know Mason didn't say that. And from there, he said, let's just get back to practice and focus on the game. Meanwhile, many of the players in the Browns locker room also learned of Garrett's allegations earlier in the morning today. And while none of his teammates acknowledged hearing the slur, they said they did not think Garrett would lie about something about it. Sheldon Richardson, however, said the following of Cleveland. I didn't know anything about it. Now, I wouldn't doubt it. It had to do something to get him out of his body. That's not like Miles. Wide receiver OBJ, Odell Beckham Jr. said the following. I just don't see him as someone who will lie or do anything like that, though. Now, like I said, folks, according to reports, that is now not going to be the case, like we said. And this is, like I said, what happened earlier today. Now the league, as we said, however, just a short time ago, however, did say right before we came on the air tonight, however, that they found no such evidence, however, of this whatsoever. Like I said, however, on Wednesday, Rudolph told reporters he did not say anything to provoke Garrett or escalate the situation. Uh, Timothy M. Younger, Rudolph's attorney, said the following. According to ESPN in his appeal, Miles falsely asserted that Mason uttered a racial slur towards him prior to swinging the helmet at his uncovered head in a desperate attempt to mitigate his suspension. This is a lie. This false allegation was never asserted by Garrett in the aftermath of the game and never suggested prior to the hearing and conspicuous conspicuous absent in the apology published by the Browns and adopted by Mr. Garrett. The malicious use of this rather and unfounded allegation is an assault on his integrity, which is far worse than the physical assault witnessed on last Thursday night. This is reckless and shameful. We will have no further comment. And finally, however, believe it or not, former Minnesota kicker Howard and Pittsburgh uh, Panther Howard superstar Fred Cox Howard, who used to kick for the Minnesota Vikings for 14 years and who was the inventor of the Nerf football, believe it or not, and finished his career with 1,365 points and led the Vikings in scoring for 11 years in a row, in addition to winning the championship game in 69, however, and uh, made 282 uh, field goals, however, passed away Wednesday morning at the age of 80. Our thoughts and prayers are with Cox's friends and family tonight, however, the team said the following of Minnesota earlier today. The Vikings mourn the loss of Fred and one of our proudest legends and a member of the 50 greatest Vikings. A respected friend and teammate, his football career as the Vikings' all-time leader scorer set the stage for a life where he went on to achieve great things in business in the community. His positive energy, strength, and his faith and passion for life will be truly, truly missed.
1972, he actually came up with the idea of a soft football to prevent leg injuries to kids. He and his partner, John Maddox, M-A-T-T-O-X, a local entrepreneur, took the mold of a full-size football and injected it with soft foam rubber material, which as a result, however, he took their sample of Parker Bros, which had produced at the earlier round Nerf balls, and they absolutely loved it. Cox was born in Mongahela, Pennsylvania, as we said, in Washington County. He was drafted as a running back by the Cleveland Browns, however. He shifted to kicking because of a back injury and the train under the legendary Lou the Toe Grosa. He was straight to the Vikings, however, one of the league's last straight-on-place kickers in 1963 and often kicked in nasty conditions in old metropolitan things as the Vikes played outdoors. After football, he became a chiropractor and settled in Minnesota. In All-Pro in 69, he twice led the league in scoring while using a quarter-toed shoe to do his kicking. On a team with several Hall of Famers, including Francis uh, Scrambling Tarkenton, Carl Eller, Alan Page, and Paul Krause, Cox was also a unique guy, however, with his uh, coaches as well, including the icy cold Bud Grant. Again, our thoughts and prayers are with Cox's friends and family tonight. Thank you very much there, uh, J.D., of course, for your for your sports headlines and your box office report here tonight. We thank you very much. 1605-562-0444, caller ID 141387-POUND. This is episode 180 of WWS Outside the Ropes, of course, a special edition on a special night here, Thursday, November 21st, 2019, one week away from Thanksgiving, ladies and gentlemen. <clears throat> of course, here in the radio network, uh, Mr. WWS, Chad Hinshaw, of course, coming to you from the WWS HQ here in Trinity, North Carolina, and the Iceman, J.D., Jared D. Geronimo, of course, coming from of course, home of the uh, home of the penguins and the and what should be the Pittsburgh cheese steak. <laughs> the ice. <laughs> yeah. yeah, there you go. Yeah, I gotta give you a little bit of credit there, but uh, of course, so we do welcome him. Welcome him tonight on here as well. Coming up here tonight, ladies and gentlemen, don't forget NWO Wolfpack one three eight five two one pound. Our live video feed will be from WWS Dynasty news and views, history and birthdays. And also, ladies and gentlemen, our, run, uh, our thoughts and opinions about what took place on AEW and NXT last night. Plus, also, ladies and gentlemen, we'll be bringing you, of course, <clears throat> uh, get everyone, we'll get everyone's predictions in here for both NXT TakeOver War Games. <clears throat> and, of course, it'll all be a real big show, of course, that are coming up here Saturday. And speaking of Saturday, we're going to skip ahead. We'll skip Pat. We're, we're going to have some going on tomorrow. I'm going to go ahead and skip all around that to let you know that WWUS Power Hour would be at a special time Saturday night, 6.30 p.m., 141-364-pound. As, of course, we'll be talking about, of course, in addition to our what's happened in the radio network this week, plus also, of course, Saturday's Rest of History and Birthdays and some Rest of News tidbits with 411mania.com. We will be providing, of course, full coverage, ladies and gentlemen, of NXT TakeOver War Games, giving us our bit-by-bit -bit analysis and, of course, details of everything, of course, taking place here at this show here. With, of course, with a good lead in here in here towards uh, this coming Sunday Survivor Series. And don't forget, of course, our prediction show for Survivor Series this Sunday evening, afternoon at 5 o'clock, 138055-pound uh, special edition of Revolution, our live video feed from WWUS Network News. <clears throat> we'll, of course, be running down, of course, uh, letting everybody know about what everybody's predictions that we'll be making tomorrow night, of course, for Survivor Series on and also, I'll be throwing out my thoughts and opinions as to what will be taking place. So be sure to listen in on that here, folks, <clears throat> as we, as of course, get all set here. What should be a prime weekend of wrestling, ladies and gentlemen, coming up Saturday night and Sunday night, of course, with NXT TakeOver War Games, and also this Sunday, of course, with the Survivor Series. <clears throat> well, let's see here. Uh, of course, I'm going to get a couple quick plugs here out of, out of the way here, folks. 
uh, Perpetual Uniquity on eBay, of course, ebay.com forward slash str forward slash P-E-R-P-U-T-A-L-U-N-I-Q-U-I-T-Y. <clears throat> Internet retail for the eternally distinctive individual. We still have, of course, many items, of course, for sale. Of course, posted on there, including, of course, Kiss and other pieces of rock and roll memorabilia. Also, books and other knickknacks, men's, women's, and children's clothing. Uh, classic Hot Wheels cars, of course, for, your vid- for the video game buffs out there. Of course, we still have video games for the PlayStation 3, PlayStation 4, Xbox 360, <clears throat> and also, of course, PSP as well. And also, we still have some DVD titles as well. Of course, uh, seasons of different TV shows. Um, uh, several wrestling DVDs, as well as, of course, some movies pertaining to everything from comedy to drama, action, adventure, horror, you name it, it's there. Be sure to check it out here today at Perpetual Uniquity. Also, don't forget, ladies and gentlemen, Bulldog DVD sells a variety, of course, as well. <clears throat> we, we, of course, are, are continuing, of course, like I said, to get uh, get, get praised a, a couple times here and there. Of course, facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash Bulldog DVD sales variety. Of course, ladies and gentlemen, uh, as we've been advertising here for the, for the past several months, our ongoing special, any DVD and or DVD or Blu-ray that is posted on the page, regardless of the course of the single or multiple sets, regardless of what type of DVD or Blu-ray it is, is worth $1, ladies and gentlemen, of course, as a way of saying thank you for, of course, considering Bulldog DVD sells a variety, and of course, looking at the awesome selection that we got here on in hand, and we emphasize the word variety, ladies and gentlemen, because like we got DVDs and Blu-rays, and the variety also kicks into, of course, the types of the types of DVDs we've got and Blu-rays we've got. We've got, of course, sports. We've got music. We've got wrestling. We've got seasons of different TV shows from the past and the present. We have, a, we also have, of course, uh, movies of all different genres from comedy to drama, to action, adventure, uh, to children's and other animated movies, to horror, to science fiction, to uh, westerns, uh, you name it, like I said, past and present, ladies and gentlemen, all different types of there uh, for your uh, for your uh, consideration. And of course, uh, um, if you like to peruse, of course, like to do a little, let's say, window shopping there, be sure to check out what we have listed there. More selections still to come, ladies and gentlemen. We have a bunch more coming your way here we'll hope to have those up here at least within the next couple of days if of course if not towards of course the uh this weekend we'll definitely have those up and ready for you for for, for your for your consideration as well also for your consideration as we've been also been advertising a big time special here a four disc set of movies featuring the one and the only himself the governor arnold schwarzenegger i'll be back yes uh, i'll be back of course uh four disc set here ladies and gentlemen of course, of, of course, of the movies The Running Man, Predator, Commando, and Total Recall. All DVDs, of course, checked out. Just like the ones we have posted on the page, ladies and gentlemen. All DVDs in this set have been checked out by yours truly, Mr. WSWS Chad Hinshaw. And, of course, all in good, fine working condition, not a blemish on at all whatsoever. Case and disc, of course, always looking great. If you ever need, of course, like I said, any observation, of course, as to uh, observation, of course, as to the condition of each DVD to see for yourself, please let me know. I'll be more than happy to provide a video for that for you. Of course, the Schwarzenegger four-disc set right here, ladies and gentlemen, four discs for the price of three, three dollars, ladies and gentlemen, for this set, of course, right now. Of course, also going on with our one dollar a DVD and or one dollar for each Blu-ray special going on here as well. So we've got some good stuff going on. Be sure to check us out here today and 
as I always say here at Bulldog DVD Sales and Variety, we take a bite out of the cost so you can enjoy your favorite selection. And of course, if you don't, if you don't, if you don't believe me, ask the Iceman Jared DiGirolamo and Mr. Hulkamania Bob Ziegler, who of course combined have bought 28 DVDs from this so far, and both have reported all DVDs are in tip-top shape, not a single blemish on them whatsoever. So be sure to check that out here today at Bulldog DVD Sales and Variety. Uh, let's see here. Uh, let me see here. Let me see here. Uh, JD, before we go, and I'm going to kind of test your mind here and mind here a little bit here, if I may, and just a very, very tiny one here. So that, so that way you'll, this would be your sole, uh, thing that you can do here just for fun. So I said just for fun here, of course, uh, uh, a quick family feud survey, and I do mean a very quick one here indeed. This is a very short one, so uh, listen very carefully as we have, of course, the following survey. Uh, top five answers on the board. J.D., please listen very carefully. Name something you wipe your mouth with. There are five answers. Napkin. Number one, a napkin. 49 people said napkin. J.D., four more, please. Uh, please, uh, your, next, your next choice. Please. You, you said, did you say sleeve? Yes. Okay. Number four is sleeve. Ten people said sleeve. Okay, JD, so far, napkin and sleeve has been said. Three more answers remain. Uh, let's see, however, sleeve and napkin. Uh, wipe with your uh, napkin. Use also... Um, Something to use with, however, uh, a towel. I will accept that. Number three, a paper towel. Fifteen people said paper towel. Sorry about that here, ladies and gentlemen. Just taking care of there. Okay. So far here, JD, napkin, paper towel, and sleeve has been said. Two more answers still remain. Use, um, wow. Uh, let's see. Use. Oh, now, napkin, sleeve. And uh, JD, JD does not use Fonzie's English, by the way. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, yeah. Okay. Uh, let's see. I'm going to say you use. I use town napkin. Uh, I'm going to pass. I, I don't know. I'm, I'm lost in the last two. Okay. Well, great job, J.D. Three out of five. That's not too bad. Napkin, paper towel, and sleeve. Let me give you the other two answers. Number two, your hand. Twenty-one uh, people said your hand. And number five, a tissue. Only two people said a tissue. No, be good about it. There you go. Okay, uh, JD. Before we before we uh, uh, close things out here, anything you wish to add before before of course we go into Wolfpack coming up in an hour? Well, get ready for what will be no doubt a big discussion of the war games, folks. We're going to have you ready to go, Howard, and we are going to cause a war, shall we say? Absolutely, ladies and gentlemen. I forget episode two thirty, ladies and gentlemen, of NWO Wolfpack here tonight. Like I said, live video feed from WWS Dynasty, of course, coming up 
uh, at nine, of course, coming up at nine o'clock, of course, one three eight five two one pound. As we said, ladies and gentlemen, we'll be doing an addition to our news and views and history and birthdays, and also we'll get you up to date here, of course, on our thoughts and opinions as to what took place last night at, uh, at on AEW and NXT. And I'm sure they said JD, John, and Cons will definitely have a lot to say about about everything involved in that. So, and plus, ladies and gentlemen, we'll get, of course, JD's JD, John, JD's predictions, John's predictions. And Fonzie's predictions, of course, as far as NXT uh, TakeOver War Games is concerned, uh, we'll definitely be having that here, of course, coming up uh, here tonight here as well. Be sure to check it out here. one 521 pound of course, right here on TalkShoe.com. <clears throat> and speaking of TalkShoe, ladies and gentlemen, earlier today, of course, I did send a comment to uh, TalkShoe has, is on Instagram, by the way. If you ever want to visit, I think it's under Talk Shoe Community. If you ever want to visit that, if, you, if anyone does the Instagram thing here, of course, uh, I did actually post to them, of course, a message saying that that of course the mothership WWS Revolution has hit another milestone by hitting 11,000 plus downloads since, the, of course, the first show in the radio network. So uh, I have not heard any response from Talk from uh, Talk Shoe yet on Instagram. But as soon as we if we hear anything before. Will Pack goes on the air tonight. I will definitely read that here to you, to you here as well. <clears throat> and also, like I said, folks, we will, of course, like I said, have a big time here as far as getting everything uh, taken care of here with uh, with with uh, War Games. One last thing I would like to mention, ladies and gentlemen, um, and JD, of course, John Fonzie has always heard me talk about this. Of course, as you know, ladies and gentlemen, we don't mind, of course, anybody coming on and giving their thoughts and opinions as to what, uh, as to, of course, um, as to what they have to say about everything going on in wrestling, everything going on here uh, um, on, on other fronts and all that good stuff. But ladies and gentlemen, of course, whenever you, whenever you use the chat box, of course, during a talk show show, regardless if it's one of ours or if it's any of the fine shows that talk show has to offer, you don't want to run into people who just have a very sick mind. Well, of course, I've been talking about here. Obviously, somebody is, is, is trying to, of course, get the word that saying we should all vote for Donald Trump for president. Well, of course, I mean, I don't know. I think J.D. and I are probably two of those folks who may not really agree with that. I'm sure, J.D., if I'm speaking that correctly, I hope I am. Um, but, uh, but if you want to think that's weird, Somebody here just now thought it was very, very funny to actually post a picture. And ladies and gentlemen, I'll, I'm being so boldly in saying this. And forgive me, ladies and gentlemen, for, for, for mentioning this on the air here. And I do, first off, humbly apologize as the host of, of course, Outside the Ropes and, and, and of course, the founder of WWS, of course, the groups on Facebook and the radio network here on TalkShoe.com. But apparently... Somebody thought it'd be kind of funny to send a clip of a young girl laying in bed butt naked, uh, jacking a guy off until he actually decides to uh, churn her butter, if you know what I mean. Uh, it's a very sick picture here indeed. So, ladies and gentlemen, if you're going to come on here, be professional. By all means, I'm sure, J.D., you would agree with that. Of course, as you know, J.D. does host for already on Mondays. He feels the same way I do. If you want to come on the show, be professional. Don't don't do anything fun. Don't do, I mean, this might be cute in some cases, but not in our case. 
I mean, we're what we try to do is keep it as professional as possible. If somebody wants to do something like this and all that, I mean, unfortunately, I cannot confirm who it is, but whomever it is, they just need they need to go they need to go off in a dark alley somewhere and show that to somebody who actually gives a darn. But it's just, I'm sure JD would agree, it's kind of uncalled for on on our shows here. So. On that note here, folks, uh, yes, I, on that note here, folks, I do thank you very much for listening to tonight's episode 180 of WWS Outside the Ropes. Outside the Ropes should be back, should be back on, of course, ladies and gentlemen, next Wednesday night at 6:30. If we have any changes, of course, in the show here as well, like we did this week, we will, of course, keep everybody apprised of that here as well. <clears throat> but, uh, but like I said, we will, of course, we always strive and thrive. To have all of our shows, of course, on during the week, even if we have to reschedule them on different days, we do a strive and thrive to put all of our shows on each and every week there indeed. So be sure to listen in very, very carefully. <clears throat> for the Iceman, Jerry DiGiromo, this is Mr. WS Chad Henshaw saying thank you very much for listening. Also, Outside the Ropes, episode 180 is a broadcast of the WS Radio Network right here, of course, on TalkShoe.com, where we are, of course, four years older and continuing to be bolder. The radio network continues to be and will forever remain your pop culture connection. Folks, take care of yourselves and each other. We will definitely see you on the red carpet. Be sure to join us next week for our next installment of WWS Outside the Ropes. And like I said, we'll be back on in one hour, ladies and gentlemen, for NWO Wolfpack episode 230 as we start our, course, our predictions up, starting with NXT TakeOver War Games coming up here, like I said, in one hour. <clears throat> Ladies and gentlemen, since 2015, your source for everything in the world of pop culture, pro wrestling, and everything in between. This is the WCWS Radio Network. Take care and God bless. We'll talk at you at 9 o'clock. Have a great evening. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. <gasps> No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.